So today's message is called All You Can Be. And I want to talk about Anna's video. That was, uh, you know, that was so touching, so touching to me. I mean, it really is because I love, I'm so proud of all of my children. You guys know that. And Anna is still at Ramah. She's going through her third year of Bible college there. She's going through third year world missions. And she will be doing her six-week internship in Lebanon here in about, uh, about a month, I guess, when they, when, when they fly out. Which, that's a biggie in itself, to go to Lebanon right now in our world, you know. But Anna has a heart for missions, you know. And I'm very proud of that. Very, she's just like Dad. And, I mean, she's got mom in her, too. Don't get me wrong. Good night. She'll fight you tooth and nails. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rachel said, amen. I've got some support today. <laughs> but Anna's just like Dad. Dad, she, she, is, uh, she loves people. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter about the color of your skin, the culture, where you're from, and, and, and just people. And I love people, and, and we both have that passion. We don't like to see hurt and lost people, right? And we know that God's called us to reach them, and we want to be reaching them. And I love that passion for her. And ultimately, she understands the Great Commission that's been given to all of us, right? In, in Matthew 28, it tells for us to, 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 to go and make disciples of all nations, right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Anna knows that, and, and, and it's inside of her. It's become a part of her DNA. But ultimately, that mandate was given to all of us, right? And the, and the, and the most encouraging thing is that She's going after this thing. She's pushing herself. She's pursuing it, right? And, and, and the mantle has been given to all of us, but who's going to pick that mantle up? Because we're all to go. Now, I'm not sending you to other nations. right? Don't, don't misunderstand me there. We're all called to some capacity for the kingdom of God. You're all called to some ministry. Your ministry may be where you work. Your ministry may be where you go to school. Your ministry may be to be a successful businessman, to build up great corporations as God is leading you and blessing you to be a blessing back to the kingdom of God. Right? And all of these things. See, we're all called to something, but the big question is, is who's going to go? Who's going to pick up that mandate? Because there's a lot of lost and hurting people right now. And so much confusion and chaos going into this world. With, and a lot of times we lose sight of what we're supposed to do, which is just to simply take Jesus and the love of God to the people of the world that we're in. We get hung up on our own little issues and our problems. Right? I've, 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 had to, you know, I've, I've fallen into that before and had to repent. Because that's what we're called to do. You know, people ask me all the time, what is God's will concerning the people of the earth? And that's because people see problems, people see issues, and people see situations, and they always ask that question. Of course, God's word is His will. But you see in first, 2 Peter 3 9, it says that the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's God's will right there. He doesn't want to lose anybody. He doesn't want anybody to perish. And He wants every person to repent and come to Him. You've got to remember, that's why God, cre God created man for fellowship. 
for a relationship. He created us in His image, right? And, 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 and we have to understand all of that. So everything that we do in this life, where we work, our career paths, and, and everything that we do has to be, or should be, of course, He gave us free will to choose, but it should be centered around Him, just like we said right there in the song. Centered around. In other words, God blessed you the way that he made you so that you can accomplish a certain particular plan for him, that he has for your life. But it's up to you whether you're going to pursue the plan. It's up to you whether you're going to walk out the, his will for your life. And ultimately, his will for man on the earth is only going to be accomplished if people are willing to go to pick up that mantle. To, to, to spread the love, to, spread, to make disciples. You know, those of you that have great teaching gifts, are you connected with your church? Are you leading small groups? Are you making disciples? Right? I mean, oh, so many ways. But the main thing is, is you've got to be willing to go. And I'm so proud of Anna because she settled this at a young age. I found this right here, and I keep this on my desk next to my computer. And I found this in one of her school books. She was probably 12 years old looking at the book when, when she wrote this. And it says, I want to attend Rama Bible Training College in her little bad penmanship, you know, as a young child. And wait, it's still there, isn't it? But it says, I want to attend Rama Bible Training College so that I can further my knowledge of the Word, also so I can grow in my relationship with God and better equip myself to become a missionary. Man. She settled that at a young age, guys. A young age. I mean, that's, that right there is precious, precious to me. So precious. And all of our kids have pursued that, and I'm very proud of them. Of course, you guys know Austin graduated a year ago after three years of being out there, and he's pursuing his, his calling also. But she understands God's will. And, and, and most importantly, the, this is the biggie, because a lot of people can get to the place where they understand God's will, that God doesn't want to lose people. They can understand that, but Anna understands that she has a part to play. And this is the big one. Because we get so beat up by the chaos and the problems of the world and we, and we feel and the insecurities of our life and our raising and, and all of the problems of this, this broken world that we live in and we feel like we can't accomplish anything. We, can't, we feel worthless. I can't tell you how many people come to me with the, I call it survival mentality. I just feel, and it really is them dealing with suicidal issues, and they just feel like, I'm just taking up space. I'm just taking air from somebody else. And listen, that's not from God. Because God created you to do things. He created you to succeed, and He put everything that you need to succeed at what He's called you to do inside you. Inside you. And Anna got that really quick in her life. And she settled that really quick. Right? And she's pushing herself to be all that she can be. You know, the military used to have a saying. I'm not sure what, if it was all branches or what branches it was. Would it say, be all that you could be? Right? Was it the army? Army? And, you know, let me tell you something. If you want to go into the army... You can ask Dylan there. He'll tell you. He, he went in. Very proud of him. Young man stepping in to serve his country. You're going to be all. They're going to make you all that you can be. They're going to push you to the fullest that you can be. Right? 
They will. And this is what Anna's doing. What she's doing is she's pushing herself because she understands she has a part to play. She's pushing herself to her full potential. Full potential. Now, you all have it. Everybody has potential. And we all, you've heard me talk many times about reaching untapped potential. We all have potential. And for all you Googleologists out there, you know, the definition of potential is dormant ability, untapped strength, unused success, and hidden talents. You know, people in this world have become lazy. And technology plays into that, and there's a lot of things that plays into that. The fact that we live in a sin-filled world that's broken plays into that. We want things given to us. We don't want to work hard for them. Listen, I own a small business. I know how hard it is to find people that want to really work. And it's a hard work. But listen, sometimes you've got to push yourself to reach your full potential. Because what the question we need to ask ourselves, are we reaching our potential, right? Or are we wasting our potential? And I'll tell you something. Everybody has people that inspire them when they think about potential. And one person that has inspired me is sitting right here in this room. And that's Michelle's sister, Rachel. She's going to probably beat me over the head with a stick afterwards for doing this because she's such a humble person. She really is. I've known her for 24 years since, since Michelle and I got married. And, and, but she's, if you look at her life, she's taken everything she's done in her life to the fullest. Her education, she's got her doctorate. I should be calling her Dr. Rachel Searles. Right? She's taken it as far as she could go. She's taken her career as far. I mean, she's way up there now. She's, she's maxing out. And, she's, she's, and I guarantee you it wasn't easy because I know her in her situations. It wasn't given to her. And she could probably say amen to that. She worked hard as a mother, right? And she went after this thing. And here's the great thing is she not only is pushing herself in school and in her career to go the fullest, she's pushing herself in her physical body. I mean, she talks all the time about the marathons that she runs. What's the longest marathon? What's the longest you've ever run at one time? 50. Good. That's all I can do to walk to the mailbox. My God. But she's pushing herself to reach her full potential. And it always has inspired me. Right? Whenever I, things get, get, come against me and harsh and, and trying to push me back, trying to slow me down and trying to, to stop me from doing something or whatever, that ins- her story inspires me. Guys, never underestimate the power of your story. You never know who's watching. You never know who's taking note. And you never know who will be inspired and encouraged by it. Right? But we need to be going after our full potential. Because we all have it. We just have to decide in our heart, like Anna did, are you going to bless the world with everything that God's gifted you with, to walk out His plan, all the talents that you have? It's like Alan and Miriam, they have so many talents. You know, Alan can play drums, he can play, he can play, he can teach. He's been a missionary, he's a teacher, he can play the guitar. I mean, but he's using those talents for God. See, it's a question we need to ask ourselves. Are we going to use and bless the kingdom of God, bless the world with those gifts? Or are you going to fall into the trap of the world and listen to the lies of Satan who wants you to understand and to think that you're a failure, that you can't accomplish that? Look at your life. 
Look where you came from. You can't do anything. You can't, you can't overcome. You're a piece of trash. Get under my foot. See, it's up to you. Which one are you going to do? Are you going to fall into the trap of this world? Or are you going to pursue God and bless the world with the gifts that he placed inside you? And let me tell you something. If he gifted you, right, then he's given you the potential to do something. It's in there. You may have to tap into it, but it's there. It's there. And we can learn from what Anna's doing there. She has such a heart to go, and I, that girl will do whatever it takes to go. She is going somewhere, and she's going to do great and mighty things. I know that, right? I hope they're right here. They may not be, right? But listen, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to settle in your heart. And I've said this a hundred times. But you've got to settle. It, not just hear it from me. You've got to get a revelation in your heart. You have a part to play. He has a great plan for you to do something. To not just take up space. Not just to breathe and work. And just walk around sad and, and depressed. And, and trying to find desires and pleasures from this world. You do realize that, that whether you're serving God or whether you're serving the world, all people want to do is be happy. And they're looking for pleasures. They're looking for things that are going to make them happy. If you're not living for God, then you're looking for the world to make you happy. You want to know why people drink and they're hung up on drugs or they're in some sexual sin or they're all in this and that. They're wanting pleasures and they're allowing this flesh to drag them into things that they don't need to be into. But see, what they're missing is the fact that there is pleasures and God knows the desires of your heart and He'll give those desires to Him. But that ultimate pleasure and satisfaction and peace and joy only comes from Him. And that's what we got to do. We got to bridge that gap. We got to bring them over here to over here. Amen. And that's part of the plan that God has for your life. It is. It really is. But listen, in order to fulfill the plan that God has for your life, then you've got to be all that you can be. You've got to push yourself to the fullest that you can be. Push yourself when everything else is trying to stop you, trying to come against you. And let me just tell you this, guys. That's not going to happen naturally. Ooh, it's not. It's not going to happen naturally. Your natural response, let's just be real, Human beings are naturally lazy. Not everybody, but for the most part, we're always going to look for the easiest way to do something. Now, there is some wisdom in that, but you've got to find the balance. But for the most part, we're lazy. Our natural response when things get hard is to back down, is just to stay where I'm at, where it's safe. Right? Forget the dream, forget what God's called me to do, forget all of that. Resistance came, I don't want to fight it, I just want to stay here and survive, breathe, and then when Jesus comes, I'll go to heaven. Right? But that's not God's best. That's not what God wants for you. It's going to take some effort. Or better yet, it's going to take some work. Right? Nothing in this life is free. Regardless of what somebody may try to tell you, it's, you're going to have to work for it, work at it. Amen? And it's, think about it like that. It's always about perspective. You've got to learn or, or how you see yourself. You know, that was a problem God had with Abraham back in the, back in the Old Testament. He, it, is God saw Abraham as the father of many nations, and we're, we're, we're his descendants. But now if you, you study his story and, and everything, it, you, Abraham struggled with that. Uh, Abraham couldn't get over his, what he could see with his natural eyes and in his natural body. 
In other words, Abraham could never see himself how God saw him. God saw him as the father of many nations, but Abraham saw him as a weak person that could, I can't do anything, but God just, all God wanted was a willing vessel. It wasn't Abraham's strength that allowed him to accomplish what he accomplished in this, in this world. It was God working through him. And ultimately, that's what God wants to do with all of us. He wants you to be his hands. He wants you to be his feet. He wants you to be his voice. But first, you've got to be willing to be that because he gave us free will to choose. Amen. But most people can't learn. They, most people see themselves as just simply a person that just lives day by day until they die. And they just deal with circumstances, deal with situations every day as they come. I just deal with them as they're here. They have no ambition to do anything great, even though there are a lot of people that can do great things that just won't push themselves. They won't go after it. They won't get out of their comfort zone, right? And, and the sad thing is, is there's a great temptation in this world just to simply stay put. See, complacency is ruining so many people's lives. You should always be looking for that next step. What do I do next? What am I going to overcome? What am I going to accomplish? Because God's got great and mighty things for you. And so you've got to learn to see yourself as God sees you. He sees you as an overcomer. You know, I always asked him when I first started going into ministry, God, why would you call me to preach? I hate being in front of people. I really do. And he'd laugh. And he'd tell me, he said, I'm, I'm proving a point. I don't need the well-trained and eloquent speakers. I need people who are just simply willing to be the hands and the feet and my voice in front of the people. Guys, there's people sitting in this room that could preach to thousands. And you could be, there's people, in this, there's great businessmen sitting right here. There's great teachers sitting right here that have never pursued their education any further than their high school to step into the next step, the next level, right? There's great and mighty things sitting right here. You just got to learn to see yourself how God sees you and go after it. Go after it. Listen, be quick to push yourself forward. Don't you fall into the lies of Satan or the lies of this world that want to just keep you pushed back. But listen to the dreams that you have on the inside, guys. If you, are, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you're following Christ, and He's first place in your life, and you have a dream in your heart, that is a God-given dream that is wrapped up around your gifts and talents. You should take notice, and you should pursue it. When it gets hard, you don't back down. You keep pushing, and you keep fighting, because those dreams have purpose. And those dreams is what that should be what's driving you. Don't walk fall into depression and walking around in such a sad state. The world's falling to pieces. Listen, God is not caught by surprise by anything that happens in this world. He called you for a time as this. A time this is the hard time in the world. There's no doubt, but you're called for that. And you're called to overcome that. And you're called to fulfill a plan that that, that has to do with us overcoming. Are you fulfilling the plan? Are you pursuing that potential? Are you wasting that potential? Are you pursuing that dream? Glory to God. You've got to keep going. It's the only way you're going to realize your full potential is you're going to have to work hard and push yourself to be all that you can be. Now we know 
Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that, that God says he has a plan for us. A plan not, uh, a plan not to harm us, but a, a, a plan to, to prosper us, right? He has a wonderful, wonderful plan for all of us. Each and every person. Parents, you need to encourage your children. First, raise them up in the ways of the Lord. Raise them up in the Word of God. So, so you've got to make sure you're serving God or these dreams can take you down some dark paths because they're not from God. So you've got to put Him first place. But go after it. and Don't be the parent that puts a fire out in a child's heart. If you want your son to be a quarterback, but he wants to be a musician, that's his heart. Let him be the musician. I've seen that so many times. Guys, let me give you a statistic that will blow your mind. You know I like stats. 92% of people never reach their full potential. 92%. Guys, that is amazing. That blows me away when I read that. I'm just like, got to be kidding me. 92%. I mean, just think about that. If that's the case, we always talk about all of the, the richness of this great world that we live in. And, and when you think of that, you think about the, the richness of being in the oil and the mines and the diamond mines and the gold mines and this, that, and other. And that's just simply not true because if that's true, the rich deposits of this earth are in our cemeteries because that's right where the dreams have not been fulfilled. That's where the businesses that were never built, the songs that were never sung, the books that were never written, that's where they lay. Guys, don't, don't waste your potential. Don't push yourself to pursue that dream. Push yourself to be an overcomer and accomplish what God's called you to do. Because listen, there's lives hanging in the balance. Because whatever He's called you to do, it is to do... It is, all of it is going to be geared back to taking Jesus to this great world. To be a, to be a light. To, be, to make a difference in somebody's life, right? Because, listen, the graveyards are full of untapped potential. Don't waste your potential. Don't waste it, right? And it's a choice. It's a, <laughs> you, it's a choice. Now, you may have to make this choice every single day. And you've got to remind yourself that we have an enemy named Satan that's going to be right there in your ear talking smack, talking trash, convincing you you can't do what God's calling you to do. You can't do what's in your heart. You can't accomplish that. You can't run a business. But glory to God, when you give your life to God and you allow Him to remain as your source, and then it's God to work through you, and you're fully committed to serving Him, His blessings. And guys, God's favor will rest on you when you're pursuing a dream. Doors will open and you won't understand how. But His favor will, and you will learn to live in that favor. I have a minister friend now that when she pulls into a parking lot, right now she, she, is, she understands this complete, and she, she de just declares... God's favor on her life every day. And when she pulls into a parking lot at the mall, she calls for a front spot parking position, place. And by the favor of God, I'm getting a front, a front parking spot. I'm going to get it. And bless God, she always seems to get it. Now, listen, God's favor, it will rest on you. You know, we couldn't operate our nonprofit without his favor at all. We couldn't operate this church without his favor. But his favor will rest on you too. Amen. Need the doors open and the doors to be, need to be closed, right? And remember, Satan doesn't want you to... He doesn't want you to reach your full potential. Because when, when you're reaching your full potential, it's bringing you up. It's bringing you to another level that puts you on a level of a place of victory over him. And of course, he doesn't want you there. 
He doesn't want you there. He wasn't. And you got to see, this is why you got to encourage yourself to get in the habit of pushing yourself. Because your natural response is not to push. Your natural response is to give in. To be all that you can be. Now, if you're going to be all that you can be, you've got to do some things. And I was thinking about this. Because Austin just bought a new car. Actually, Jeremy sold him a new car. Actually, I think Jeremy sold everybody in here a car. Is that about right? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, if you need a car, Jeremy will get you a car. And if he can't, if they don't have it on the lot, he'll find you a car. I think Jeremy would even build you a car if it meant he could make the sale. <laughs> Listen, I pick on Jeremy a lot, but I've seen Jeremy grow up as a child. Jeremy is my armor bearer. I, I love him, and, and, and we have fun. It's all we're doing, so nobody thinks that I'm just always picking on him. Jeremy sends me texts all during the week of, of things that he's reading, and, and he encourages me with Scripture, and just, you know, he's my armor bearer, and I love him, and I'm very happy to have you here. But anyway, he did sell Austin a car. And now, now you all can relate to this story, because most of you have a car. I think Stephen got one this week. <laughs> but anyhow, then that car, that car was manufactured by Ford. Right? Now, the potential of that car is only determined by the manufacturer. In other words, that car is only as good as the maker. Now, I think Ford cars are pretty good. I'm not, I'm not a big, it doesn't really matter to me, but I, I think they're good cars. I mean, they've been around a long time. Come on, they've got to be doing something right. But the potential of that car and the quality of that car is only as good as its maker. It's only as good as Ford. Now, when he bought that car, it came with an operator's manual. It came with an owner's manual in the glove box. All right? Well, all of you that bought a car from Jeremy, you got one of these too. Now, that manual tells you how to operate it to, the, to get the most out of the car, for that car to be the best that it can be. And it also came with a great warranty backed by the manufacturer, backed by the maker, Ford. They back it if there's a problem. As long as you stay within the confines of the owner's manual and, and the confines of that agreement. Right? And see, that made me start thinking that your potential... Is, all, is no greater and only as good as your manufacturer or your maker. Now listen to me. Aren't you glad that you know who your maker is? Your maker is God Almighty Himself. And let me tell you something. There's no better maker than that. It doesn't get any greater. Because He made you in His image. He made you to do great and mighty things. You may not feel like it because this world has beat you down. But I'm going to remind you, He has called you to do great great and mighty things. He gave you the potential and you possess His nature on the inside of you and His qualities. So you're going to carry the, 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 the nature and the qualities of your manufacturer, your maker. And He has the same warranty. As long as you operate your product or live your life according to the operations manual that He gave all of us right here, then He's got your back. You will overcome. You will accomplish what He's called you to do because he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't create you to fail. He created you to succeed. Now, you don't want to avoid the warranty by doing something out of the line from the manual, right? No, you don't. You want to live your life according... Because see, when you avoid the warranty, you, I mean, you do some things that are out of line with the manual or with God's Word. Now you avoid the warranty. He don't have your back. 
So you've got to stay close. You've got to stay close to Him, pursuing Him, putting Him first place. And then God, through His Word and His anointing and your obedience, come on, He guarantees the maximum performance of your potential if you just simply put Him first. Put Him first. Keep Him first place in your life. First place. Stay close to the conditions. Stay close to the standards of everything set in His manual. The operations manual for your life. You know, we've, we've talked about that many times. And listen, you do that by having a personal relationship with Him. Now, I know we talk about that a lot, but let me explain something a little to make sure you understand a personal relationship. A personal relationship with God is not book knowledge of the Bible. All right? Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, we come to church to learn knowledge of the Bible. But, but, but if you're coming just to memorize Scripture, she was talking about this Wednesday night at die. That's not the relationship with God. See, you have to know the Scripture. Also, yes, that's right. But that Scripture has to become Holy Spirit revelation to you. In other words, it's got to come alive to you. When you read it, it's not just memorizing a verse. When you read it, it comes alive spirit to spirit and you by revelation of the Holy Spirit. And now you will get inspiration. Come on, this is a, God will begin to lead you by His Word. You're not just memorizing a story. You're not just memorizing a Scripture. You are having and cultivating that relationship with God because the number one way he leads his people is through his word. And you've got to have that relationship so the Holy Spirit can inspire you, the Holy Spirit can lead you, and the Holy Spirit can guide you, and he will. Right? And that's, not, that's the key to, to reaching your full potential. The, the first thing that, that, that is very important to, that you've got to do is you've got to know your source. And we talk about this a lot, but you've got to really understand who your source is. Because God, you've got to settle in your heart that He created you to succeed. But He created you to succeed, not in your own strength. Now, that's not that's to say you can't do some things in your own strength. You know, well, Pastor, I've, I've built a pretty good career here all by myself. Yeah, well, you put God in the equation, and let's see where it'll go. Right? So some people can do great and mighty things on their own. But when you put God in there, you're going to do greater and mightier things. Somebody. <laughs> But you've got to settle in your heart. He created you to succeed. Matter of fact, if you think about it and you study it, God created us to function just like He did. Right? He did. We are to function by faith and by love. Romans 1.17 tells us that the just shall live by faith. And we know that Galatians 5.6 tells us that faith only works by love. And that's how God created us. That's how God created to 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 accomplish the plan that He has for our lives. Listen, I don't care how big a dream you have in your heart. I'm going to encourage you. You can accomplish that dream. You can accomplish it because that dream is lined up and wrapped around your gifts and talents, and that dream is also wrapped up around the plan of God for your life. People always ask, "I don't know what God's plan is for my life." Start digging deeper. What's in your heart? What's your desire? What is your, what's the, think, think bigger than where you are. Well, I've been at this job 13 years. Think bigger. Think bigger. What's in your heart? Because whatever that dream is, guys, you can rest assured that God put the potential inside you to reach it. Are you going to let this world convince you to stop 
pushing and pursuing? Are you going to push yourself to reach your full potential and go and pick up the mantle to reach people for Jesus Christ? I mean, it's that simple. It's, it's, it, we make it hard. And He's given us all the resources we need right here in our manual, in our operations manual, right there. All the resources and everything. But you're going to have to work at it, guys. You're going to have, and I know that's something that a lot of people don't want to hear. They, you know, I always, if you're, whenever I hire somebody or have somebody work with me, I usually try them out for a while, and I'm always looking to see when things get hard. You know, when we have to dig, are they going to stop? I'll never forget one time I was, we were doing a big job, and I had hired a group to come in and do it, and it was some plumbing, and we were digging, and they had shovels there, right? So I'm gone to another job, this, that, and other, and I come back, and they're standing there. And they'd been standing there for like three hours leaning. Well, they had to dig a hole that was probably about four foot deep by about three foot wide, you know, it's about this big. Not, and I'm hard to do with a shovel, I know, right? But they literally stopped working and were sitting there holding the picks and the shovels till I got back to tell me that we need to go get a backhoe, a tractor to dig this out. Now, I understand the tractor could have done it in five minutes. But now they've wasted three and a half hours that could have done all four of them could have dug the hole in probably 30 minutes, right? But I'm looking for people that are going to push themselves. You know, people fuss all the time, well, I'm going to work, this job only pays me $10 an hour, I'm only going to give them $10 an hour worth of work, that's all I'm going to do. That's a bad attitude. Have the attitude, go in there and do a $50 an hour job and allow your leadership to see that and then allow them to raise you up to $50 an hour. You do everything that you do as unto the Lord. Glory to God. Because you're sowing seeds whether you realize it or not that you will reap down the road. You'll reap down the road. Listen, you're going to have to work at it. And it's, you know, James 2.6 uh, 2, tells us faith without works is dead. It's dead. I mean, you think about it, the land... The, uh, the land was promised to the children of Israel, but they had to walk it out, right? They had to work. They had to work. God told us back in the beginning. He said, you're going to toil. You're going to work from the land. We're going to work. It's part of it. You might as well, you know, if you just don't want to work, then you're going to struggle. Things are, You're never going to fall into that place of perfect peace or the fullness of God. You've got to be willing. Because, listen, good ideas don't bring success. Hard work is what brings success. You know, one, one benefit of our business up on the lake is we, we get to serve a lot of uh, well-to-do businessmen. And, and a reoccurring thing that you see through all of their stories is work. I mean, you know, very few have had it laid in their hand. I really can only think of one. But I guarantee you his daddy worked. Matter of fact, I know his daddy. I know it did. So you got to work. If you're going to get something out of this life, don't fall into the lies of the world. Work hard. Push yourself. Come on. And go after it. And I'm going to close by encouraging all of you. Guys, there's a mantle that we all need to pick up. There's a lot of lost and hurting people in this world that need the love of Jesus. They need to know who their Savior is. They need to know what you know. They need to know what this book says. And you play a part. You play a part to teach it. You play a part to carry it. You play a part to interpret it. You play a part to, to build it. You play a part to... You may be the, 
the church planter. You may be the church builder. You may be the one that funds the church plant or the church build. Either way, God knows your heart and God has gifted you to do what you do to play your part. So you've got to remember, make sure that you're playing that part. Right? It's, it's so many, I, I've talked to so many businessmen that have come to Christ in their business and seen their business sometimes multiply, double, and so, sometimes even more than that because they put God in the equation. I know guys now, right now, that uh, there's a big car lot in Montgomery. And, uh, and some of you may know, I know Jeremy knows it, it's, it's Brubaker down there. And a lot of people don't know this, but Dick Brubaker tithes off of every lot that he has. I think he has Mercedes. He has like four or five down there. He ties off of each lot every week, 10%. So there's a church that's been very well blessed off of that because it goes to his local church. I invited him here. I don't know why he didn't come, but you know. <laughs> but, but I had the opportunity to talk with him one time when I found that. And he didn't, I found that out from a, a minister. I didn't find that out from him. And and he's and because and, he's very humble, very humble. But he, and he told, that's when he told me. He said, I brought God into the equation and my, my, my lot went from one to, I forget how many he has now. I think it's five or six now. Selling some very fine automobiles now. But he put God in the equation. See, we're all called to do a part. And when you put God in the equation and you're willing to work hard and you're willing to push yourself to reach your potential, guys, you can, there's nothing you can't do because it's not, ultimately, it's not your strength. You know, when you, I talk with a lot of evangelists that you know that come through, and like when I go to speak somewhere else or whatever, any minister or any preacher can tell you when the anointing of God falls when they begin to speak, because it becomes out of your strength, and you can sense it. And I mean, it's and depending on how the crowd is receiving, see if they're drawing on the anointing, it will it'll drain you physically. That's why ministers will go home and take a nap on Sunday. And I can't explain it. Me and God are going to talk about that one day. Right? But it's just a simple truth. We can sense when that anointing is coming. But listen, guys. You all have a part to play. No matter what it is. Whether it's just in your job. Or whether you're to be a successful business. But see yourself as God sees you. See yourself as an overcomer. But most importantly, go after it and do it. Because you can accomplish it. You can do it with God's help. His strength working through you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for each and every person coming here today, Lord. I thank you. Pray for Brandy and Satan.